two more weeks online. Ah, that's it. Aren't you gonna miss this? I know, and I, and, and I know, and I know some of you have longer because uh, of uh, choices yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah, which yeah. is great. But I need to tell you, I'm ready to get out of uh, our studio. Yeah, we cannot wait. What a beautiful thing to look forward to, right? We, we talked over the last year about it's really hard when you don't have a lot to look forward to. Yeah, totally. So this is something we get to celebrate together. And welcome to Connect if this is one of your first times with us. We want to war warmly welcome you. Absolutely. My name is Danielle, and this is Kyle, and hey we lead uh, the Connect Church. And if you want to get to know a little bit more about us, there's a link tree link there that you can always click to get to know more about us. But thank you for joining us this morning. It's so true. Thanks, guys. For, thank you so much for, for coming to be a part with us. And we can't wait. June 6th is coming. June 6th. June 6th is coming, and then June 13th, and then June 20th. And uh, man, it's just a run. It's, yeah. I, I'm so excited. Um, hey, babe, this week we've got two huge birthdays in, on our team. Yes, we do. One of them you know pretty well. Yeah. One of them. My dad. Yeah, <laughs> Pastor Rick Campana. Pastor Woo! Rick. Yes, yep. and my beloved Sharon. Oh, we love you, Sharon. Sharon's Sharon, our, CFO. our CFO. She CFO. takes care of every like Sharon. Like runs like everything. Like She's the best. Happy. I love you yeah, guys. Happy birthday, happy guys! Happy birthday from all of us to all of you. This week I got to do two things that I it was like a sheer joy. Well, we were well, we were at the church and we were you know continuing to get the the building already. Yeah, because yeah, there's there's zhuzhing that still yes, needs to be done. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I got to hang out with Shayla, and oh, I, know. I also got to hang out with Pastor Kathy's Connect Group ladies online. Um, and so it was just neat because, you know, Do we, we have connect groups. Yeah. Oh, dang. That's old school. I'm going to old school. <laughs> Wait, what did they used to be called when we were growing up? Uh, small groups. Small group. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Cell group. Uh, we'll start with small, cell group, yeah. small group, oh, life groups, connect groups. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot. Okay. Well, this was shoulder to shoulder group. Ladies. <laughs> ladies group. Ladies. But I had so much fun, like seeing people on the other side, know. you know? And hearing voices and experiencing people's laughter and people's tears and just real life. So I just, I just, I'm excited because I said, that was what, like four people? Oh, yeah, I know, it's crazy, <laughs> alone, right? I know. Let alone what the um, June 6th is going to be. But we want to remind you guys uh, that because of everything that's going on, we do have limited seating. Yeah. So yeah. you have to get a ticket yeah. for everyone from your littles on up. And it's first come, first serve. And as you already know, there is a waiting list. So it's really important that you get your tickets. If you got your tickets for June 6th, it doesn't mean that you do not have tickets for June 13th, 13th or, or 20th. 20th. 27th. Yeah, exactly. So at 12 o'clock today, right? Yep. As soon as we're done at 12 p.m., tickets for service go live for June 20th. Obviously, and of course they're free, but you have to have a ticket to be able yep. to come in so we can plan the seating. So please make sure that you do that. And guys, I know, look, we know that um, all sorts of governmental changes are going on and who knows what's going to happen between now and then because uh, it seems to change every day. But um, we still are going to um, wear masks. We still have uh, social distancing. We're still doing... Um, uh, what we're comfortable with. We we started this, you know, when, when Pastor That's D and right. I started this, we, we actually stopped having services and, and, and yeah. in-person things before, uh, even before, before the government told us to. And we're, we're still making sure that we stay by that. We want to make sure that we feel comfortable uh, being able to offer what we offer to, uh, because we love you. Yeah. And we love the people who love you. Uh, yeah. So that's what we're all about. Hey, do you, uh, today's AAPI month yeah. as well. 
And um, and I, I, I last week we talked about an amazing, yeah. amazing that woman, Doctor Doctor Ray amazing. But you know, you know, one of my heroes, uh, my, my one of my spiritual heroes of faith is J. Hudson Taylor, and J. Hudson Taylor was uh, really the, one of the first missionaries to China um, for, uh, of faith. Like yes. he sold everything and, and and left. And and I don't want to talk about missionaries who went to China, but the the reason I, I brought him up is because there's this moment where he sells everything. He's on a boat. He gets off the boat in China, and he's standing on the dock, and he doesn't know what what, what to do. He doesn't know mm -hmm. where to go, right? And this yes. Chinese man comes yes. to him and says to him, God showed me you last night in a dream. Yes. He told me I was supposed to bring you into my house, and you're supposed to stay here, and that yes. you would bring the gospel to, to our people. And I, that's who, like for me... I know. Like for me, yeah. like for the millions of people, mm. the millions of, of, of Chinese men and women who throughout the years have brought the gospel into their house mm -hmm. under oppression, yes. under fear of, of, of going to jail, of, mm -hmm. uh, of, of being killed, um, like that. that and, and people like this man will never know their names on this side of glory. That's right, yes. But that's... Mm -hmm. For me, those are the countless mm -hmm. millions of people who've made a difference, who've actually continued to lay their lives down. Who, yes. What does Jesus say? If you want to be a fo my follower, you must deny yourself, pick up your cross, mm -hmm. and follow me. What a, what a, what a it's funny, Jay Hesentail, I remember you talking about him when we were dating. Oh. And so that, that was never. my first experience with knowing about him. But I even after... You know, almost 30 years of you talking about him. Yep. The main thing I always remember is that man. Oh, incredible. I always remember, remember that, that man. man that, yeah. that man that approached him and just, you know, it's one thing to be called to some place, but it's another thing to be the people who carry the, re that they are in God's heart enough to Correct. be called Correct. for. Like that, that, that man, I always thought about like, oh, I would love to have just been around that man. Correct. Right? Because of how he carried the, the, the heart and the understanding Can you, but like think about to, this for a moment to see that type of vision right no right <laughs> think it like in the natural like because i know we we spiritualize this but in the natural like it's one thing to get off a boat knowing that you're like i'm the called missionary of god Without i had a man. dream like i had yeah. this dude had a dream and he had to decide whether this was real or not whether it was yeah. god or not he had to have mm -hmm. the boldness to go up to a stranger on a dock right. like i mean like right. There's and without, with like it's it, it is a beautiful thing that he was called to the people, but without that man approaching that's what I'm him, saying, exactly he would right. have been like, well, I'm here, but like, what do I do with this now? So I feel that way. Guys, be honest. We we feel that way about you as well. Yeah. Um, like we know we're called to connect. We know that we're called to the greater Philadelphia area to make a difference for the kingdom. But like, thank you for letting yes. us and thank you for bringing us into your homes. Yes, thank you thank for you. bringing and like like responding to that mm -hmm. and. Um, and bringing your children, absolutely. Too, because I, you know, I always think of. Um, I know not everyone has kids, uh, but I always see the, the the when parents bring their collective self yes. to church. It always speaks to me because it's not just trying to feed your spirit, but it's also feeding the legacy of your children. Not even just of you, but of your children. Truth. Um, with spiritual nourishment, so we don't take that lightly. So just thank you. Absolutely, and we want to continue to like to to feed. Uh, the spirit inside of us. We're gonna we're gonna just take a moment. Um, we're gonna bring Jake in, um, and Jake's our son, but he he uh, is a worship leader at the church, and um, he's just gonna lead us in worship. But I know he had they they had a great meeting uh, oh, this week yeah, as well. So yeah. I'm gonna 
switch yeah, up real on quick. on Friday night, um, some of our Heart of Connect got together, some of them virtually, some of them in person, and um, th we began to take the very beginning steps yes. of the fresh breath that is on this house through worship. And I know that you guys got together, yeah. and I mean... It was a wonderful it time. Was, right? It was, right? It so good to just be together mm -hmm. again for a little yeah. bit, so... Yeah. All right, well, thank you, Jake, also for leading us in worship. And yeah. um, I was saying to Jake before before we started that um, sometimes we, bef I feel like even before the pandemic, we were so uh, always aware of like the, what we were bringing to God that we could let that become more important than how we come to Him. Right. And so this morning we're shifting focus on how we come to Him, which is openly, which is earnestly, which is reverently, but which, but which is beautifully, even if it's beautifully broken to him. Absolutely. All right. I'm confident of this, that I will see your goodness in the land of the living, in the land of the living. One thing will never change. My hope is in your name. Because you are living in the land of the living. You never made a promise you couldn't keep. You don't lie to me. You don't lie to me. No, no. You never make a promise you couldn't keep. You don't lie to me. You don't lie to me, no. You never make a promise you couldn't keep. You don't lie to me. You don't lie to me, no you don't. You never make a promise you couldn't keep. You don't lie to me. You don't lie to me, no. I'm confident of this, that I will see your goodness in the land of the living, in the land of the living. One thing will never change. My hope is in your name. Because you are living the land of the living. God, I thank you for that picture that you just gave to my heart, God. It was us gathered together again, singing those words of worship. And as we try to give them to you, Father, in your goodness, you always return that blessing back, God. And I just see us singing lyrics like that with such an incredibly new yes. understanding, God with just from such a depth of place that we could have never experienced before we've walked through this last year and a half. God, I thank you, Lord, even in the struggle, even in the loss, even in the pain, even in the absence, God, you have shown yourself to be Hallelujah. faithful. Yes, Lord. You have shown yourself yes. to be strong. You have shown yourself worthy, worthy, worthy to be praised, God. And I love the fact that you give us hope when we put your name in our mouths. Mm. 
Mm. I pray that there would be an anointing over this morning, yes, that it would be palpable, mm. that it would be activated, that it would be obvious, that it would be honest, God, and that it would be honoring to who you are and the totality of who we can be and become in your name. Amen. 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 Love wow. that. I always love that song. I love it, love it, love wow. it. I love that truth, right? I would have given up hope if I had not believed. I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. That's what we're believing. We're believing Ooh. that our God is not a man that he should lie. Um, and uh, he is faithful and true to who he is. So, man, I hope that stays with you this week. I hope that song, that worship, not the song, the worship yeah. stays with you this week. If you, if, since you have your Bibles, uh, we're, we're, gonna, we're back in Genesis 26. We've been there for the last yeah. couple of weeks. We're going to be there for the next two more weeks <laughs> um, and before we uh, get back in person. And um, D, we're, we're talking, if you need a, a title for today's message, it's uh, Back to the Beginning. And, and it, it, it struck me, and it's one of those things you and I have talked about a lot, but it's seemingly in, in, our, in our culture today, in our generation today, that there, um, maybe, maybe because of the rise of social media and there's so much visibility for mm -hmm. what people want you to see about their life, oh, yeah. uh, there, there seems to be this kind of increase of, of, of desiring what other people have, mm -hmm. uh, wanting to copy what other people have, mm -hmm. even jealousy over what people have. Um, without really an understanding of how they got it. Hmm. Uh, and, 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 oh, by the way, whether it's actually real or not. Um, yeah, that's what right? I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, whether it's actually real or not. But there's this kind of thing where, where we, we want something, we see something as the, the finished product and we yeah, want it right. uh, without really understanding how they got it. And, I, and in order to do that, we actually have to go back to the beginning. And that's where this kind of concept comes from, going back to the beginning. And I think this happens in the Bible uh, especially when we read Bible stories a lot because mm -hmm. we get to the end and we're like, yeah, they're prosperous. Yes, right. they're great. Oh, they're huge. They're wonderful. And then you have to, then you mm -hmm. realize, mm -hmm. oh, and then that's what happens. We go, I want that. I want that. I want that. But we don't realize how they got there. Mm -hmm. And so today we're going to look at, again, Isaac and understanding how he got to this place where he was prosperous and mm -hmm. thrived in the middle of famine upon yeah. famine, right? Because that's where we are, this famine on famine time. And I think we all want the prosperity set part of this. We all want the breakthrough part of this uh, without actually understanding. He had, to, he, had to, he had to journey, didn't he? He had to mm -hmm. navigate through this. And, yes. you know, like Switchfoot says, come on, that's good right there. You, sometimes you got to go back to the beginning again. Oh. What's happening? You know Switchfoot is like not a thing now, right? That's like... That was old school. I mean, <laughs> I know my son's rolling his eyes. But like I can't. Like, wow, I can't even like. I'm telling you, I feel his Italian. eyes from. <laughs> it is you know the way that Iggy says. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. You know, Snoop says. I love. No. I love me some Snoop. Um, so we're gonna read this, uh, and we're gonna go back to the beginning. Um, in verse 12, because we've already read all. You know, we already looked at one through 11. Um, it says, uh, you know, after Isaac had remember he had he had told them it wasn't his wife, I, I mean, yeah. it wasn't his wife, it was his sister, and then King Abimelech comes and, and says, look, you're settled in our land, you're lying to us, uh, this is your wife. Um, after he comes clean, the Bible says in verse, uh, verse 12, then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, I, 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 and the Lord bless him. I'm believing that for you today. I, I, you know, Dean, I've been talking about this, even in your famine, upon famine times, that when you sow, come on, that there, that there's a, a hundredfold in this year. 
It says the, the man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. I love that he, didn't, he continued on. Um, for he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. The enemy envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father. And they had filled them with earth. Uh, and Abed, which we're going to talk about next, next week, actually. Week, yeah. And Abimelech said to Isaac, go away from us, for you are much mightier than we are. Now, D, this is what I know. We want the end. We want this place where we are prosperous. We are prosperous. We've got all the, the, the flocks, the herds, the breakthroughs. We want the enemy to come and finally admit, man, you are mightier than I am. But very often we won't want to have to deal uh, and navigate through the first part of this. Yeah. And so much of that first part is the shadow living yeah. that, um, that undermines mm -hmm. our life. Yeah, and I think, too, that it's important when, we, when we're talking today that, um, you know, it's hard for us to equate understanding. Um, we use that word prosperity, and I'm always mm -hmm. very cautious of that word because it, it has a connotation to it that we're not actually meaning in totality right yeah, now. Correct. It's hard to us for understand, like, what does uh, so many flocks, a correct, herd of correct, this, or correct. that, what does it equate to? But I guess I want you to think about even having an abundance in your emotional health. Yeah having an abundance in your spiritual well-being, having an abundance in your peace among your relationships. These are things that we can understand Absolutely. because this story is not just about animals and land. It's also just about the things that we think are, um, that bring addition to our lives. But the first thing that what Kyle was alluding to is that we have to see sometimes and deal with what the, absence that, the absences that are in our lives. And it's not we don't deal with those so that we can get the presence of well-being and emotional strength and all these things. We understand that the goodness of God brings it about like that. But we have to want to concentrate on that because we happen to be in a relationship with God. And when we are in a loving relationship with someone and that person brings something to our attention, we always have a decision to make. Are we going to hear what the truth is that's being brought to us and investigate it with the Spirit of God and to repent and to change or are we not and so yeah, that's what that's we so see good. is happening right now because uh, before the the planting and the prosperity and all of these correct, excess correct, correct. there was a deficit yes and we're talking about within a man of God. Yeah, correct. Like this is a this is one of the fathers of faith, right? Yes. When when God Abraham Isaac when, exactly Jesus, when God identifies one. himself, right. he identifies himself with this man. Right. Right. So this is a believer. This is someone who has given up a lot. Correct. To follow in God's path, and uh, we talked about it a little bit last week. So if you haven't been able to see the last two weeks, it would probably be super beneficial because we're kind of building upon each week. But uh, like. Kyle said we see him you know say that his wife is not his wife and so this is a good man that has done that has entered into shadow living which is what I want to talk about today and what God sees is that there is a space inside of Isaac's soul yes that that concerns him enough because it it abs his absence occupies it right correct God's absence occupies enough of Isaac's soul that God hits the pause button on all the good stuff and he brings this into light. And I, I always talk about 
being in shadow and being in light because I think that there are some specifics in the fabric of that that we miss. Yes. And yep. so what I wanted to remind us is that in this story we see we so we see self-protection rising up and rising, right? right? Like absolutely. and that's something I absolutely have as one of my Achilles heels. Is when I feel that uh, my my relational well-being, for example, is at risk. Yep. Self-protection is the first thing in my soul without the presence of the Holy Spirit that rises up and tries to preserve myself. So we have things like self-protection, self-reliance, self-sufficiency. Yep. Are you smiling because you know this to, because you've, you've taught me that? <laughs> no, I do the same no, thing. Uh, no, but in your, I'm a... no, I'm saying that because Kyle is so kind that he'll be like, do you see that what's happening here? And I'm like, absolutely, I see it all clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you might be being a little protective of your own strength. And I'm like, Absolutely, I know nothing and see nothing, <laughs> right? But we have all of these self-mechanisms. Yes, we all know this, but what we have to remember is the totality of the scripture, which tells us that Jesus was fully God yes. and he was fully man. So church, what does that tell us? That tells us that Jesus experienced the concepts and the temptation of things like, like being self-protective. Yes. Self-reliant. Yes. Self-sufficient. Self-absorbed. Yes. The temptations of the those temptations things. of Absolutely these things right. that that before there is an action because the, these are all symptoms of these. Th this for for humans will lead to action. Correct. Um, Jesus had a choice because we don't ever think he had a choice, and we're taking away the miraculous act of the cross as if he never chose us. That's right. Okay. That's right. So, but. But when there was, I mean, and remember, Jesus saw things not just in the natural realm yes. that came against him. He was seeing everything Correct. in the supernatural realm That's that right. was coming against That's him. That's right. And there, there was endless opportunity for self-protections. And this is self, meaning self as in I am God. Correct. I'll call angels Correct. to get you. I mean, exactly. I will stop <laughs> holding your atoms together. Not, not, yeah, yeah, exactly. But that led to him having to make a choice. It led Jesus to having to make a choice, and it led Isaac to have to make a choice. So that action of acting on that that temptation of self-protection and moving it into that lie, that Correct. is that shadow living. And sometimes we, first of all, I remind us of that because there is so much comfort in knowing that Jesus himself understands our temptation yes. to self, whatever, self-soothe, yep. self self-promote, Self, 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 self. Yes. But he understands that. And we can be then test we can testify and be witnesses to the fact that there is an opportunity to choose something else. So but what happens is we see Isaac choose what lives in shadow. Yes. And Correct. Right? He, yeah, he, and, 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 and did, it's not mm -hmm. darkness. Yeah. Right? Like because that's what we always talk about. Like shadow. people are like, yeah, it's, it's just shadow. Shadow. Mm -hmm. Yes, correct. And I I've been I've been wrestling a lot lately about about spiritual integrity. Yeah. And it's been probably an ongoing conversation for us for the last year. Um, it, it because Absolutely. because this situation has and I say this situation and I when I say this I mean the collective situation. I don't just mean um, a pandemic. I mean our racialized crisis. Yes. I mean our financial hit, our governmental shifts. Yes. I mean you name it. I this what this, this has happened is that it has squeezed us to uh, 
obviously see what's really in us, but time and time again, sometimes what you see wanting to come out of yourself and coming out of other people. And again, right now, I am talking about believers, right? Because yes, if there, it's one thing to live ethically, but I'm talking about spiritual integrity. When you see that falter in yourself and in other people, it can be very upsetting. When I, and sometimes when you hear people talk about integrity, a lot of times it's be, it, it, you know, people will define it as the ability to be extremely honest yes, correct. and forthcoming and just put it all out there. But what I'm talking about when I say spiritual... Or ethical, because you said that earlier. Because we, 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 we default all, to that a lot, yeah. which is all true. Which is, And they're all good things. Right. Except being honest is not flowing through your life with spiritual integrity. Correct, correct. Because being honest can just also be like vomiting on somebody and just be, this is yeah, how yeah, I yeah, feel, yeah, yeah, this is how I see, this is how I'm offended with you, this is, right. this is, this is, that's not spiritual integrity. So spiritual integrity, as far as what we're talking about, it's a state of being whole and undivided. And what that means is not undivided, like you and I could be in agreement over something. Yes. And move in that. But that's not moving with spiritual integrity because God is calling us to be undivided with himself. Yes. So when he's talking about being, being in a state of being whole and undivided, he says as, un, as an unimpaired condition of complete soundness. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? It's so it's like this is the type of spiritual integrity that we're talking about. So this is, what God, this is why God paused that button for Isaac because he cared about his spiritual integrity. Yes. He cared about the fact that he was allowing space to, the the absence of that space to be occupied by the absence of God. But nothing ever stays empty. Correct. Nothing ever stays empty. Swept but empty. Seven comes stronger. And so he saw this space that Isaac was allowing to to entertain the shadow living, the idea of I will self whatever. Yes. And God spoke to that. And, And that's where spiritual integrity is formed. It's not in being honest, being straightforward, um, or even feeling like you're doing something according to God's will. Right. It's truly being undivided with Him. That's the so every time you know wow. we're like we'll, we'll say to each, we'll say to each other like wow this is an integrity moment. Yeah. So it's not like sometimes Correct. we can investigate our action. Yes. Right. Where am I going to do something that seems. Um, worthy or like just has a lot people could respect yes no so this is a oh man this is an integrity moment this is a moment where i'm going to figure out with god if i am am undivided with him am i am i in soundness in unity with purpose of mind of spirit of emotion of intention of purity right because that's really what's going on here church it's talking about a break with holiness Anytime we act upon the self, there is a break with holiness yes. that is happening. There is, an, there is a distancing. There is a lack of intimacy. Correct. And then because of that, who knows what happens? And we are always, we are always um, focused on what happened. But God, here, even here, he's focused on, yes, but what shadow yes. was allowed to exist that could even cause that to happen? The one last thing I wanted to say is this, which is, and <laughs> Kyle and I talked about this several times because I know um, theologically, you know, things matter to us. Theolo- yeah, the- totally. Theology matters to us. Um, where we get our truth from having to be the Bible, not even what we've been taught, not yeah, religion, right, not, um, not, our, uh, not even in our history within the church. Um, it has to be the word. So what is the word saying? 
So here's something that, for example, I was not taught when I was younger. Yep. Because so of the fear of religion. Yes. So what I kept saying to Kay is like, am I reading this right? Am I seeing this correctly? Because you see God hit this pause button, right? To, to show Isaac that the shadow living he was trying to live within was not okay with him. Correct. But what you continue to see is blessing. Yes. You still continue Correct. to see blessing. And a lot of times, church, we think if where there's blessing, yes. there then is approval. There's approval. Yes, correct. There is complete spiritual integrity. Yep. yep. And that is not the case because if we actually read the Bible, that's not what we're seeing. Yes. We are seeing that yep. because remember, man is man. So man is man is sinful. And, and I'm talking to even about believers. We fail all the time. We sin Absolutely. all the time. What we entertain Absolutely. in our mind, what we entertain in our spirit, our soul, all the things, our actions. And you can get to the end of the day and be like, I totally blew it. But you're still a believer. You're still Correct. belonging to Correct. Christ. Okay. And the blessings that God brings to us are not just through his grace. They're not just through his mercy. They're through who he is. Correct. So we see this thing. But what we talked about last week is that this, this, the seed of deceit was in Abraham. Yes. Then we see Isaac repeat the same odd sin, Correct. lying about who his wife is. But then we see at the end of Isaac's life, he is deceived by his son. Yes. And then we see that deception affect Jacob's Jacob. life. Absolutely right. With, with, with his the, wives. With, with his wives. Yep. So, so why am I saying this? Because church, if we just go by blessing, oh, I must be good with God, then we're going to undercut the reality that there is still consequence when we choose shadow living. Correct. And it is a legacy of a generational debt until we, we cut it in prayer. That's because right. we can defeat That's it in exactly prayer. Right. We can de Denying it doesn't do anything. Correct. But causing, rendering it powerless, the only way we render that powerless is in prayer in the spirit and before God with repentance yes. and with purposing that shadow place to be allowed into the light no matter what. But otherwise, if we're just judging like, well, God made that work out, God That's made right. this work out, look at that, that just fell into place. Blessing is because he is good Yes, correct. and he lets us experience himself. But we still have to be willing to investigate the interiors of ourself that don't promote spiritual integrity. Why? Because blessing will still come our way. And that's, that's what exactly I was saying right. about religion. Absolutely we right. didn't like to teach that because Correct. we wanted to scare people into, into being obedience. Good. Exactly right. right. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I think I'll leave that with you. You can pick no, it up. No, I think it's right. <laughs> no, I think it's Good right. Good luck with that. <laughs> because, because, because then it's like, it's, the, it's, it's what we do with children. Yes. If you're good, if you do your homework, yes. if you pick up your room, right. if you brush your teeth, whatever, we'll give you the candy, we'll give you the, we'll give you yeah. the donut, we'll give you the, and it's, it's like obedience, it's, it's that, it's the... Do it, do the right thing so that you get the blessing. Get the reward. But, but, but we were talking last night, and we're, we're talking about this in Forge this week, which is our men's discipleship groups. But in 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10, it says um, that he brought us out of darkness yeah. into his marvelous light because we didn't work to receive mercy. Yes. Right? It was his work that yes. brought mercy into my life. Yes. So there's this, there's this thing that we, it's not about, coming out of darkness so that I can get mercy. It's no, mercy enables me to come out of darkness. That's exactly right. The mercy is in yes. there with us. Yeah, exactly. Telling us the truth, and, witnessing, and that, testifying. Exactly saying, right. And that's where we get back into the light as he is in the light so that we have fellowship with him. Yes. And fellowship with one another. And that, part of this is right. him 
recognizing and getting back in honesty with the bride. Closing that Closing gap. Closing the gap. With, yes, yeah, break and exactly holiness. right. What what the what the covenant of marriage should have said. Um, he he needed to get an agreement with that covenant. He needed to get an agreement and, and health with the bride again, um, so that all of that can be restored. Yeah. And you know, uh, it, you and I were talking this week about knowing we have to know the difference between weeds and seeds, and uh, yeah. you know the the things that the be, little pastoral little things. Yeah, right. Exactly. Love little, I love those things. <laughs> love yeah, weeds and seeds. <laughs> no, but I, but 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 I, the reason why is because they're both green. Yeah. Like it's that blessing oh, yeah. thing, right? So like I know, and you're gonna be like, <laughs> oh, no. oh, this is true. When when we were when we were in our Cherry Hill house, um, we had a neighbor who loved his lawn and and like like would cut it with like scissors and stuff and like really manicures lawn. And I was just happy my lawn was green, right? Right? Because and like and it had like right, it had like yes. crabgrass and all that yes. stuff. But I was just happy it was green. But and that's sometimes what happens in our life. We're just happy it's green. Happy it's green. And and the truth is that when you understand the weeds that that are there, um, the weeds that are there, they're yep they 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 grow fast, uh, right? They mm-hmm. they look green. Right, right, exactly. But I mean, like, they multiply just fast. It's green doesn't mean it's real. Correct. <laughs> but they're stealing the nutrients from the yeah. grass. And it's the same stuff with the, that we when we allow it's those things true. in our life, do that like oh well, I'm being blessed, yeah. But there's it's there's stuff that 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 grows fast, it multiplies fast, but it's stealing the nutrients from really the the relationship we should be having with God. And I love the fact that God shows who He is because He cares more about the distance. Yes, correct. Then He cares. Then He's like, you know what, you can have the blessing. Yeah. But I still want to talk to you about the space that's between you and you me. and you and me, right? Yeah. Because the, because holiness is is not His concern. Nearness is. Yes. The holiness is the byproduct. He says, "Be holy, for the Lord your God is holy." But He knows that you can't be holy without being near to Him, correct. and that's really what correct. He's passionate about. Correct. And I think I think that's that's what I that's where I want to go just for the next little bit. But because I want to. There is a way to close the gap um, in all of these things, and it really it's it's it says in the, in verse twelve. Then Isaac sowed, then Isaac sowed, and um, th- there was a, there was a dealing of things that came from fear, and then there was a sowing of things that came from from faith. There there we and, and it's not an either or. I think sometimes we're like oh, I just got to deal with the things that are like yeah. in my life over here, and then I'll get to God yeah. things, or it's like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna. I'm having faith. No, we it's a we have to deal with the things that come from fear, yeah. and actually then sow the things that come from faith as well. It's an end both moment, uh, in 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 at least what we see here. And um, when when I talk about sowing the things that come from faith, babe, faith, he was responding to what God had already said about him, and what God had already said about him was true. Why? Because God's not a man. Numbers twenty three nineteen that right. that he should lie. What God said about him was already true, even though. Even though some of that evidence was not evidenced yet. Yes. Right. So that and that's where we get tripped up because we're like, Mm. I know, but I'll I'll respond when I see God do something. Mm -hmm. And God's already spoken the covenant. He already spoken these words to Isaac and he was waiting for Isaac to respond to what God, what he had already said. And there, there are things, guys, that will not be evidenced there may be things that are not evidenced yet on this side of the veil at yeah, all. That's true. But but God, but the, the Bible says Romans one seventeen, the righteous shall live by faith. They sow things out of faith. 
one of these actions deals with weeds, mm -hmm. when we deal with the things that come from fear, mm -hmm. and the other is what we deal with seed. How do we handle what God has placed in us? The, the forgiveness that we've got, the love that we have, this heart of worship, the light that he has put inside of us, the truth that he's spoken mm -hmm. to us. There are, there, all of us have weeds. All of us have this stuff. Yes. Like you were saying, all of us have this. We yes. have to deal with that. But it's not just dealing with that. It's also then handling. Mm -hmm. How do we handle the seeds yes. that God has placed inside of us? And yes. what are we doing with them in a famine to famine time? Jeremiah 1.10, I love it, says, God has appointed me to tear up, to tear up, and to, and to plant. There's a, some things need to be torn up in our life and need to be torn out. Some things need to be weeded, and some things need to be seeded into our life. It's not an either or, it's an and both. So what are we sowing right now in this season that doesn't make natural sense, but it is a response to a supernatural truth? Because, like, if you were asking me, like... I would hoard those seeds. That's exactly what I'm saying. I would hoard that. You know, I'm that person in that parable. Correct. Where it's like, I kept the, what you Correct. gave me. I, exactly. I, I'm thinking this is awesome, right? Exactly. Because I didn't lose it. Yep. I, I didn't lose the seed. I would just get some dirt in my house, get a light, yes. and just try to grow something just to preserve the seed. To preserve the seed, just yeah, so, so I can make sure I have... Famine, after absolutely famine, right. experienced compounded grief. grief. And cumulative weariness because it's yes. just loss after loss after loss. And that's where faith comes in, babe. Faith motivates us to sow when circumstance would tell us to store. And yes. that's that's the thing we've got to, like, we are not Oof. called to be people of belief. We're called to be people of faith. Faith motivates me to sow when, when my circumstance says, what are you doing? Yeah. Stop in the natural, but we're not called to be natural. But in this pandemic, I think many of us are living out of a natural place. Second mm. Corinthians nine, verse ten, and we and this is used so often, kind of for offering, and it so marginalizes this truth. We bring it down to like giving, like right. money. It's so, right. and right. I, it, that, that infuriates me. me. <laughs> it, it drives me crazy. It says, "For he who supplies seed to the sower mm. and bread for food." Now, I don't need bread for food when I have an abundance. Mm -hmm. I need bread for food in the famine to famine times. He says, when really he's thing. the one who supplies it, now listen to what it says, he will multiply, he will supply and multiply your seed for sowing. Underline that, for sowing. He doesn't say, I'll give you seed for your eating. He said, I will give you mm -hmm. seed for your sowing. When? In my lack times. When? In the times that are famine to famine. When I need the bread, he'll provide the bread and seed What's that, babe? And for others. And for others, you, 100%. You, you keep sowing, not so that you have more things to hoard, uh, uh, but that exactly. you, have more, you have more people to feed. And you and I were talking this week, like, there's a misconception out there, I think, that when we get into a, a time of lack, mm -hmm. that we become stingy. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I don't think we do. Mm -hmm. I think uh, what it reveals is uh, what's really inside of us um, without filters. Mm -hmm. We yeah, actually don't exactly start right. being stingy. We, we start living without filters. Yes. And what it reveals is who we really are without the other things that prop us up. Yeah. The external sense. forces that prop yeah. us up, right? Because right. and, and that's what we've seen in this pandemic yeah. is that there's been so many external forces yes. that have been removed yes. from Christianity, from faith, from church, from Christians from believers that there's it just causes collapse and people just think this is where i am and this there's where I am. honesty correct not spiritually integrity, integrity. Exactly not spiritual right. integrity because some to be integrous is to say to do what you're talking about which is to have to treat the seed holy holy and not to hoard it I, exactly right. he did not put it in my hand 
in order to uh, for, for 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 me to consume the seed the bible says he puts it in my hand so that i can sow the seed the sower went out to sow jesus said the sower went out to sow um and and i think you know you know i love to travel um, and when we travel, this drives Danielle crazy. Uh, when we go places, I always, especially in Europe, I stop to see the oh, cathedrals yeah. because the I, I am, I'm like, oh, I'm the church. biggest church geek. I just am. I love old cathedrals. And uh, it, there's a picture of Notre, Notre Dame probably on the on one of your screens. But it, it, what you see at Notre Dame and so many of the old cathedrals is these external yeah. flying buttresses they're yes. called that hold up the that hold up the church walls so that they could go higher yeah right but if you remove the external buttresses yes. those that church wall collapses yes and i think that's what's going on and, and i think just take a moment and actually examine our lives for a little bit there have been so many things external forces that have propped us up sermons Worship sets, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Opportunities yeah. to serve, yeah. right? Uh, liberties, freedoms, external things that give us sense of being or completion mm -hmm. or accomplishment. And those things have been taken away. And we are now who we actually are. Yes. And that's, mm -hmm. look, the, 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 at one side, that's a shame. And on the other side, it's really good because we can mm -hmm. deal with it. How do we deal with yeah. it? We sow yeah. back into what God's called us to. Like, we can look at this in Samson's life. Samson. Like Samson has all this external strength and power, right? Until it's taken away from him. Mm -hmm. When his hair is cut, the thing, the source of that goes away. And then we see him for who he really is. Because the majority of what he used his strength and power for before this moment was selfish. Right. Yeah. Self-motivated, self-protection, self all the selfish stuff. But when it's taken away, it shows who he really is. He's weak. He's mm -hmm. selfish. He's vulnerable mm -hmm. to being wounded yeah. and he ends up imprisoned. And that's what ends up happening when we don't deal with the things of God correctly in our lives. We don't mm -hmm. deal with some of this stuff. Now the good news, and I want to encourage you today with what happens to Samson because Judges 16, 22 says while he was in prison, God makes his hair grow again. Yeah. And, and, and he starts to recognize that God's a redeemer mm -hmm. and that God, that God gives second, third, and 930 yes. chances and that, that God's word never changes and God's calling and giftings are irrevocable and that God continues to move and he's faithful to who and whom he's called. So God is already, re I want to say something to someone. There, there's, there's, there, there, Listen, if you're here today and you've had your hair cut, man, and you've lost your position, you've lost your strength, and yeah. you've lost your hope, and you've lost yeah. your zeal for God, my God is moving in the spirit right now. There, rub your hand yeah. on the, the head of your spirit right now. There is stubble growing again. And all Samson needed to do to get out of that prison was respond to the stubble, respond to God again, respond to the movement of the spirit in his life. There's a Holy Spirit inside of you. You are not just a physical being. You are not just an intellectual being. You are not just a being of mind, will, and, and emotions. You are a spiritual Holy Spirit doing something in you, even in your prison moments, even in your shadow life that is causing stubble of hope to rise again. And now, like Samson, all we have to do is respond to that in faith. It didn't make sense that Samson could do anything in the position that he was in. But the Bible says that he accomplished more in that one moment than in all of his life against the enemy because he responded. He sowed back in to what God has done. You may have been in a Samson season right uh, over the last year and a half. Come on, feel the stubble again. 
Feel the stubble. Rise up in your spirit. Feel the stubble again, Connect Church. It's time. It's not time because we're going back to a building. It's time because the enemy has been imprisoning the, the anointing that's been on your life that has been given to set others free, to bring hope to the hopeless, to bring life to, to those who are spiritually dead, to bring health to those who have been broken and finding, them, and finding themselves on the outside of what God has. There's a time. Feel the stubble again, my friends. It's time to live. See, the issue is in famine times, our temptation is to be circumstantial responders rather than covenant believers. Indeed, for me, Isaac lived in a covenant with God. God had made a covenant with Isaac. God's made a covenant with you and I. God made a covenant with his church. And too often we are responding to the circumstance instead of responding to the covenantial promise of God. Now, when we talk about covenants, we don't really, it's not kind of language we use, right? right? Yes. But a covenant is a binding agreement mm -hmm. between two parties that actually talks both about the, the benefits of that covenant as well as what happens, the punishment in the Old Testament. The punishment yeah. of breaking that was death. Right. That's why the Bible says in marriage, which is a covenant, death do us part. That's why, that's why, by the way, theologically, Jesus had to die as you and I, because God knew that we as human beings would break the covenant. So he died as you and I, so that the covenant uh, promises could still stay in place over our lives. That's why it's not about what we do, it's about what he's done. Our, the, the, the miracle promise of God isn't dependent on my works, it's dependent on my belief and my trust and my faith in his works in our lives. And I, 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 mm. I know we're just gonna you know what just just go and then we're just gonna keep going into next week too so just just go I really feel like God is speaking right now I feel like so let's just let's just keep just, all right let's I, just I, go today so all right great. I just I, I, but I also feel one thing that you were saying that I that, yeah, yeah. that is that what what Kyle's talking about is throwing it thrusting it into the light thrusting correct into exactly the right light. I can't, I'm telling you from my personal walk with yes. Jesus, my personal failures, my personal falling, you throw it into the light. There is nothing dangerous in the light. Yes. Life and redemption lives in the, in the light. light. You can't keep it in shadow. If you're someone who is struggling with anything, if it's addiction, I feel so strongly today that there are people dealing with addiction yeah, that nobody, that. almost nobody knows about. Yes. Do not let that addiction tell you not to put something into the light. Yes. Pick up the phone to a godly man or woman yes. today and talk to them about what has had you lassoed in the dark. And if you are a person, I want to equip you. If you are a person who is who is receiving that type of phone call, yes. do not dumb that down. Yes. Do not diminish it. Do not say there's of course there's empathy. Of course there's understanding. When I pick up the phone and call people, there's always that grace. There's always that love. But they never make it so small that I feel okay about leaving it in Correct. shadow. Whatever it is, whether it's negativity, whether it's doubt that God believes, no matter what it is, pick up the phone. And if you are someone that receives that call, start to pray in the spirit that he would flow through you as a conduit. Yes. Investigate that with them in the spirit. Look at not just read some scriptures and just pray for someone, but walk with somebody through that. Remember, we Restore, talked about repair, restorers, we are repairers yes, and builders. Exactly, exactly. Pray exactly. if you're struggling with something, pray that God leads you to talk to somebody who is a restorer or Correct. a repairer. And if you are a restorer Correct. and a repairer that picked up that call that is helping someone. 
fix what's been fallen in that Nehemiah wall or somebody that's helping to restore a whole part of their life. You walk through something a little bit longer with someone. Walk with someone, yes, with kindness, yes, with comfort, yes, with grace, but also with the truth. Don't be afraid to speak who God is into that situation. Don't be afraid to continue to say, this is not just a one-time thing. Let's continue to have these honest exchanges. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to seed this into your life. I'm going to show up for you. I'm not going to judge you, and I'm not going to tell you that this is okay. Because I want you to know freedom. Because I don't want you dwelling in the shadow life. Because even if you know blessing, it's not going to be good enough for God, so it's not going to be good enough for you. Because I don't want any break in holiness for you to experience in your life. Because a break in holiness means distance with the Spirit of God. And I know that He wants to be as close to you as you will allow Him. And that is what I'm going to help you do. So walk with someone through it. Don't make it less despicable than it is to God, but be rejoicing that that person wants to go from shadow to light. Absolutely. Walk in the light as He is in in the light. And, and and guys, look, that's what we're talking about, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap up today, and we're gonna we'll we'll, we'll pick up next yeah we'll pick up next week a little bit more about this. But can I can I just really encourage you that that you you can't it's not just gonna go away. You gotta sow into this thing. Yeah. You gotta sow into this thing. You gotta sow. You've gotta sow. You've gotta sow. When 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 Isaac came clean when Isaac restored uh, the right relationship with the bride when Isaac got back in right understanding of the covenant there there was a change in him and I, I love the Bible it where, where it says in in Genesis 8:22 babe where uh, as long as the earth remains seed time and harvest will never cease it doesn't say seed time and harvest will never cease unless there's a famine Right. Unless there's a hard time, right. unless there's an issue, yes. seed time and harvest Amen. will never ever. ever cease. I think that sometimes people, sometimes people are saying, "Man, I need a miracle," and what you need is a harvest. What you think is that you need a miracle, and sometimes we need a miracle because we have not been sowing for a harvest yeah. for so long yeah. that we actually need the miracle. But my yeah. friend, listen, my God is a God of miracles. My God is a God who is an increase, a multiplier of peace and joy and wholeness and health and shalom and that prosperity, the totality of it all. My God is a multiplier of them all. But we actually have to allow God's uh, 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 um, power and his spirit to move in us and through us into the world around us. And that requires sowing, sowing. Sowing, sowing, sowing. Mm-hmm. And that uh, what we're talking about sowing is taking what God says to be true about your life and actually dealing with it with honor, dealing with it with integrity, and actively sowing it into your life. Every time the enemy says something else, you say, man, but the word of God. And we start pl- applying that stuff into the soil of our hearts. And whatever leaves our hand today enters our future tomorrow. So whatever you, whatever leaves your hand today and enters into the soil of your heart, whether it be a weed or a seed, it will grow. grow. Whatever leaves your hand today, whether it be a weed or a seed, it will grow. And that's why we need to make sure we understand the difference. And we, we understand that light and darkness have no place together. Walk in the light as he is in the light. And maybe today you can say, I, I don't, I don't even know where to begin with that. I do. With, with, the, with the light of the world. His name is Jesus. Yeah. 
And it is a real honest opportunity to come back to him and just say, or come to him and say, Lord God, here I am. Man, I need you in my life and I'm ready to surrender my life to you. And if that's where you are today, the good news is that it's not about how good you are and how good you can be to get God and Jesus to come into your life. Because we'll never be good enough. It's not about how good you are. It's about how good he is and receiving that. And if you'd like to receive that today, if you'd like to just take a moment and whether this is a a first time moment for you or whether, to be honest, you've allowed all these other things to prop you up. And when they've been removed, you found yourself just so far away from God. Today's the day to come home. Just pray this prayer with me, but not because I'm just praying it. This is your time with God. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus here, I am today. here I am today. I've come to give you all my life. I've come to give you all my life. I'm asking you, Jesus. I'm asking you, Jesus. To be the Lord and Savior of my life. To be the Lord and Savior of my life. I willingly surrender it all. I willingly surrender it all. I'm asking you, Jesus. I'm asking you Jesus, to forgive me of my sin. To forgive me of my sin. To make me your child. To make me your child. To fill me with your spirit. And I am choosing today to live out my life with integrity and in the light as you are in the light now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. And if this is one of the first times that you've prayed that prayer, or if you have someone that's on your heart that you would love to hear that message, that you would love to pass on like sometimes you might struggle with sharing the good news of the bible with other people but you have people on your heart that you want to share that with we would love to send you a free resource we have two books that were written in-house by our pastor rick campana whose birthday is next week Ah. um and he has written two books to help you understand and to help people that you love understand walking with jesus we have one book that's for adults that's called the surprise of your life and we have one book that is called Letters to a Gen Zer. This is brand new that he wrote. I love the style of this That's book. So Even cool. as an That's adult, I love it. And we would love to get this out to you this week to help encourage you, to strengthen you, to bring understanding and clarity to your spirit. If you send your name and your mailing address to the link provided, we will get one or both of these out to you for free this week. Amen. Hey guys, we want to, uh, and, and Pastor Rick, thank you for that. And yes. thank you for an amazing resource. And if you do have a Gen Zer, can I really encourage you? We've, we've been hearing great re, uh, um, testimonies uh, from this book and sew it into someone's life. So these are the books that, by the way, that we give out through our food truck, which is called Thy Kingdom Crumb uh, or TKC, depending TKC. on what you've heard. Yeah. And it is the food truck that we do in partnership with Carson Wentz's AO1 Foundation. We have a run this week. Yes, we do. And so when you come to that, um, these are books that we also offer so that the, the testimony of God continues to go. We have been seeing salvations. We had a, you know, a time where we were giving food and we were giving the gospel away through the boxes, but with social distancing and all yeah, those so, things, so we weren't able to do what we normally do. And we've, they, we have just found a creative way to share the gospel. And people, even in their cars, in their even cars, in their cars, they're receiving masks. Jesus, yeah. receiving yep. their masks. We're seeing salvations after salvations every Incredible. week. So that is one of the resources that we give along with the free food. And, and, and church, thank you for um, sewing into that. Yes. Uh, and th- that's thank you. Because when you sew into this house, that's what ends up happening. People's lives get changed. People you don't even know. Uh, people who, just like that, that, uh, 
that Chinese man who met yes. Jay Hudson Taylor at the end of yes. the dock, right? Takes it back to his house and changes his house, changes his neighborhood. We don't even know. People are taking books back, taking food back, taking the spirit of God That's back right. to right. their homes. And generations are changing. When you sow, it makes a difference. And guys, you know, Right now, is we just want to continue to encourage you to sow into this house with your offerings. Sow into the house with your tithe. You know, the Bible says, then Isaac sowed. And God always responds, give and it shall be given. We know these things are absolutely true. But I don't want us just to see it out of obedience. I want us to see what how it affects the world around us and how it brings pleasure to God. It's not just doesn't bring pleasure to God when we give to church, when we give in the offering, when we give of our tithe, because it's the right thing to do. That's right. It's a worshipful thing to That's do right. because it actually releases destinies, lives change. Generational curses are broken. People are fed in the natural and in the supernatural. Yes. Things happen in our, yes. and are changed because Connect Church, you've been giving and you continue to give. So thank you. There's lots of ways that you can give. There's links there. A link tree will take you right to it. Um, if you are first time uh, guest today, look, don't feel any obligation to give, but I promise you, uh, when you give, it goes to making a life different and bringing light in the midst of the darkness, not just uh, kind of in an ethereal way, but in very tangible ways in our community. And Dee, one of the things that we're excited about is we've got some some more ways that we're going to talk in, in uh, June 6th to the church about some of the ways we're going to bring more light into our community, more love into our community in real tangible yeah. ways it's a very it's you're you're doing I can't really wait. well with it but it's a very gigantic announcement I can't wait. it's a very gigantic leap forward mm -hmm. it's a very gigantic miracle and we're gonna roll that out for everybody on june the 6th and we just want to remind you that in about two minutes tickets for service for june 20th will go up available online it is first come first serve if you haven't got your tickets for june 13th i would just enormously suggest you to go do that and like I said and or and if you don't and there's waiting lists yes. put your name on a waiting list we have people yes. who have already been on waiting lists yes. who have gotten tickets because people just uh, you know well, other I'm, things come up I'm grateful that if, if for some reason you know sometimes we're like we, we panic save so we have tickets yes. and then we realize that like okay I don't need two of those tickets don't just not use them because Correct. there's probably people waiting for them there are some people of you have been them. awesome you've you've returned some of those tickets say I didn't my group ends up need, not needing two of these thank you for doing that yeah, because it has absolutely. actually gone to two other people that are waiting for that that con that communication absolutely. saying that they they can come off of that wait list so please don't delay the 13th and the 20th yes. because remember coming back is great June the 6th but we are not here for an event Yes. We are here to be the bride. We are yep. here to be together. We are here to become disciples. That happens beyond June the 6th. June the 6th will come and go. But Correct. we are here to build the house of God, not just a building, but to build the house of God, us, as ourselves, as disciples, and to help others become disciples in the word and within their community. Uh, and, and, and guys, you're going to hear us talk about discipleship, 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 because that's actually what we're about. Um, and in order to, uh, to, to help do that, we have multiple ways, babe, during the week they can, um, yes. we have men discipleship groups, uh, that, uh, <laughs> I hear you. Not that, that are called fours <laughs> and women's discipleship groups we that are called Soda Soda. 
Uh, and uh, they really are. Iron okay. sharpens iron. We need those things. They're still on Zoom right now, yeah. and it, it's fantastic. But we're going through the Word, just so yeah. you know what it is. As we go through the Word, um, we're in Philippians right now. You are in... First Peter. First Peter. And it's just a great time where we have a video that you can watch at any time to watch the teaching. It has reflection yep. questions, questions. And then you get to be together um, in your groups. It's very easy because it is yep. on Zoom. So it's one, one hour a week. But anyway. And they, don't, and, they don't, and they don't need to have already started it. You can pick up yes, anywhere. Pick up so if today, if today challenged you, if today inspired yeah. you, if you realize maybe that you've been propped up by some things and really need to get back into yeah. uh, the, the spirit of God, that's where discipleship comes in. So hop in, and just hop in in relationship, hop in. Yeah. Chat room is on Wednesday night. That's when we know we learn deeper theology, why we believe what we believe. And that's at seven o'clock Wednesday. Church, we love Four. you. We are counting. <laughs>